Motorsports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. We are so blessed these days. <laughs> we are so blessed as far as the sporting world is concerned to have some of the best talent walk through these doors. Come sit with us. Come and share moments with us. And it is no different. You can simply go onto the YouTube channel. You can watch and listen because it is that exciting. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Very passionate young woman strives to represent her country with impeccable hockey skills. It's also quite big as far as youth development and empowering other young women in sport is concerned. Without a shadow of a doubt, the golden girl of South Africa's national field hockey. Recently becoming the first female Red Bull athlete in South Africa. Again, making history. That is big. That is massive. Becoming the first female Red Bull athlete in South Africa. No mean feat. Born and bred in Pretoria. Had a birthday just the other day, actually. Eh? <laughs> Started playing hockey at the tender age of, what, six years old? In 2019, enrolled at the University of Pretoria. She'll tell us about those achievements as well. I mean, how can you... 2020 Summer Olympic Games be there? Incredible stuff indeed. Untatile Zulu. Ndavazi Tomakeba sitting right in front of me. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank you so much, Robert. How are you feeling? You... I mean, I've got to congratulate you for what you're wearing on your head, which is being part of Red Bull. I mean, that is, that is magic. It's amazing. Like, the past few months have been very overwhelming. Um, but, you know, the, my Red Bull family has really supported me yeah. um, throughout the past two months. And, yeah, it's been crazy. Um, <laughs> and I'm very excited to see where this partnership goes. You know, they, they're here for the journey with me and mm. not just there to um, support me short term. It's a long term relationship. When you say it's been crazy, what are your expectations, though? You can say, yeah, you're part of the family. But from you, once you've digested what this means, what are you expecting? I think for me, I won't have any stresses regarding any external factors. Mm. I can focus more on my hockey. You know, um, hockey is an underfunded sport in South Africa, unfortunately. So a lot of the times we, you know, we have to find ourselves to, yeah. to get to tournaments as well. So for me, I get to focus on my sport and just try to elevate my performance over the years and hopefully train um, leading up to the, the Paris 2024 Olympics next year. And it is a, a great deal in terms of sacrifice because you represent your country and people immediately think, ah, pay, pay, pay. And it's not the case. There's, there's just a lot of what you put in because you're representing your country. Exactly. So I'm really, really lucky to, you know, have the financial support from my parents and Red Bull. Um, and I'm a recent graduate from the University of Pretoria yes, with a yes. BCom Business Management. So that's also really exciting. Um, yeah. Outside of hockey, I also need to try find a job, hopefully in the next few years. You know, it's my passion. I love it. But um, yeah, it's not professional in South Africa, unfortunately. All right. When you get to the, the job issue, what is it that you would want to do? I mean, what, what is your passion outside of sport, outside of, of hockey? I think empowering um, younger girls as well, you know, um, whether that being in my sport or maybe in the corporate world, I'm not 100% sure yet, um, but just trying to reach out and give back to the community as well um, and to inspire people to, you know, to also try reach to, to be where I am now. And where you are 
is already unattainable for most athletes. And I say that because what you've achieved in such a short space of time is in my books ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it is, because what, you're 23 now? Yeah, I'm 23, yes. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Thank you're you also so much, much baby, Thank so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family. And being in the Olympic Games, for starters, and, and the trials yes. and tribulations of the COVID yeah. uh, pandemic at the time, obviously didn't have you enjoy the Olympics yeah. as much as you would have as, as a spectacle. But you're there, you're locked yeah. up, you're in the athletes' village, yes. and so on. But still, the Olympic Games happened and you yeah. were part and parcel of it. What did that mean to you? Sure. It meant everything, you know. As an athlete, that's probably one of the most prestigious tournaments that you want to, you know, participate in. Mm. And I didn't know it would come so soon. You know, I was only 19 years old. Um, and I had made my debut in 2019 only. So you can imagine, like, I was overwhelmed. I was so happy. I, I didn't know how to feel. I had mixed emotions. But at the same time, it was kind of sad to, you know, arrive on that pitch and not see any spectators there. But regardless, I was so, you know, honored and privileged to represent my country. Um, and every time I step up on, out on that pitch, I'm yeah. like, I'm not only representing myself, but I'm representing, you know, the people who've supported me thus far, you know, the people who drove me to hockey trainings, you know, my, my mother, yeah. my father, my family. Um, yeah, so it's been amazing. And yeah, I hope I can inspire younger girls to, you know, pick up a stick and start playing hockey because, you know, it's not such a popular sport in South Africa. And if I'm the example, then why not? Of course, you're the example. I think <laughs> right now at, at, at 23, like we say, we're going to go through a whole lot of what you have achieved. Are you like the emotional type when you're all lining up there, you're singing the national anthem? <laughs> a lot. Go but remember, our anthem is, is quite yes. long. It's probably one of the longest anthems that yeah. there is out there. So you have a lot of time to well in the emotions yes what goes through your mind when that's happening for me i'm like you know what i mustn't um you know take any game lightly you know i must be grateful and you know always you know sing the national anthem with passion because not a lot yeah. of people get this opportunity to represent their country you know and every time i step up on the field i'm like no ways i'm singing this 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 anthem with so much passion because I work so hard to be here. You know, I deserve to be here. And I hope that I can play to the best of my ability and make people proud. And you said it twice already that hockey is not a very popular sport mm -hmm. in South Africa. Yes. And, you, and you're 100% correct. Yes. But it's also one of the most played sports as yes. well when you look at the consistency of participation because at Commonwealth Games level. Yes. And I remember tracking uh, players like Marsha Maresha back then. Yes. You know, she, yes. she was one of the most inspirational hockey players yes. I've seen, you know, within the women's um, side of the game. And seeing what she gave to the sport mm -hmm. really inspired not only other hockey players, inspired me yes. to learn more about how the journey started for her. Exactly. So for you, Dabizit, how did it start? For me, it started in 2006. I had um, to sign up for sports curriculums at school. And I told my mom that I wanted to play hockey. I wanted to do athletics and yeah. swim as well. Um, so, yeah, 2016 came. That's when I first made my um, SA team. But it was more of like a B and C side. It wasn't the A side. Um, and in, I then moved to Cornwall Hill College for high school, which gave me more opportunities in terms of my hockey and performance. Would you say that improved um, you? I definitely think yeah. so, yeah. Um, the school that I was at before wasn't such a big hockey school. Yeah. 
So once I moved to um, Cornwall Hill College, I got more opportunities. You know, I was making Northern Gauteng sides. And then I eventually, you know, made the SA, SAA side. Um, and that's when I first realized, oh my word, I'm actually not that bad. You know, I think I can, you know, I'm actually not that bad. And to come from a school that really isn't big on hockey and still try to excel, I loved mm. the challenge, you know, to become better, be better. And yeah, just enjoy it overall. And enjoy it you have because it, this, this journey has kind of... Exactly. Has has it met your 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 major expectations overall? You know, when you when you talk about expectations and where you wanted to be at the age of twenty three, do you think you have almost accelerated? I don't know. Use Formula One yeah. terminology now because you're wearing that cap, but um, it it almost seems to have gone lightning speed. Yes, I think the best choice I made is going to the University of Pretoria. Yeah. Um, and the coach um, that I had there knew me already from my um, high school years. So he knew how I played, he knew what I needed to develop. And I think individually I was able to focus on my performance and try to see, okay, what, what are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? What do I need to work on? And in 2019 that led to me, you know, making my debut. Yeah. And funny enough, the story that I have of my debut. So I was actually in a lecture um, the one day and I received the call. It was a private number. I had no clue who called me and it happened to be the head coach of the SA women's side. And he called me asking if I was available to fill in for someone who was unavailable for the African um, qualifiers for Tokyo. Um, so I was like, I'm not missing this opportunity. This is amazing. This is crazy. Like yeah, what? Yeah. Like you don't get a call every day because usually um, to make an SA setup, you need to go through trials. You play interprovincial tournaments. Um, so he had called me and ever since then I was like, no, I'm going to work so hard to make sure that I, you know, stay in this team. I think this is where I'm yeah. going to be. And yeah, I love it. It's not easy at all. You know, it's very, very challenging uh, mentally, physically. There's a whole lot of aspects that that come with hockey, but I'm just grateful to to be where I am now. But when you get to camp though, because that's a different proposition altogether. Yes. So from phone call to getting to camp to <laughs> exactly. seeing the people around you. Exactly. What's what's the difference and are they welcoming because as much as they, they have to welcome you, yes. they also see you as competition. Exactly. Yeah. So when I initially got there, they were very, very supportive. Obviously, as a debutant, you're so nervous. Yeah. It's your first game. Your first touches aren't going to be great, you know. Um, but they were very supportive and they really backed me. And, you know, if you have like 10 other people on the field backing you, you're definitely going to feel confident and play to the best of your ability. Yeah. So they were very welcoming and yeah, it's just been amazing ever since. And yeah, our culture is growing every single year. So I'm very, very excited to see um, how this year pans out. Now, when when the year develops and uh, you, you talked about the best decision that you've made yes. is going to the institution that you went to. And yes. I know that they're very, very big on high performance. They're yes. very big on churning out yes. Olympians that come back and bring us the kind of medals that we so desire in this country that yeah. we don't get sometimes. So I'm sure you'd have seen a lot of big names, you know, track and field yes, athletes definitely. in and around there. Yes. Was that added inspiration yes. for you? So one of the things that like was the drastic change was me gymming and conditioning. You know, in high you school, doing that yeah, before. in high school, I never used to gym or conditioning or anything. So I got to varsity yeah. and they were like, 
gym twice a week, conditioning three times a week, and then hockey practice um, two times a week, and then we play games on the weekend and competitions. So it was very overwhelming. It was a huge jump for me, but it was so cool to just see the di- like the the difference in you know putting in your conditioning time, your gym time. It makes a difference to your game. It makes a difference to your performance. Yeah. So they had a high performance center where we, we as a team jumped and a lot of the times I would see, you know, really big names like Akani Simbini, he jumped there quite a lot. Mm. We've had a few chats as well, which is so cool because, yeah. you know, you're able, people are able to inspire you in the gym as well. You'd be like, okay, I'm coming back to the gym just to just talk just to because, him. Yeah, you know? sure. And he's like such a friendly guy, you know, always willing to talk, asking when the next competition is, you know, as much as athletics is such a big thing in SA, he was also interested in finding out, okay, when's your next game? Like, when are you playing? That's awesome. Like, good luck, you know? So stuff like that is just so inspiring to me and many other of my teammates. I mean, so. he's naturally a very supportive person. Yeah. And, I mean, it's by no mistake that you see him being nominated again for the SA exactly. Sports Awards over the weekend. And you see him on the track when it's Olympic Games. And yeah. anybody that's going to be lining up against uh, Usain Bolt is somebody that you can yes. look at. I know Casta Semenya spent a lot of her time as well um, also practicing over there. Ontatila Zulu is my guest here tonight at Asmara Sports Worldwide. Any questions you want to participate? Ask her what... Maybe you've seen her out there. I mean, she's been great. Remarkable athlete. 011-8838-947. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note after the break. We'll continue chatting to her. And remember, at about 22, the hour, we're going to go live to Germany. Mario Leo will break down a lot of stories that have been uh, coming through with regards to German football, Bayern Munich, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, where will Nachelsmann be going? I see there's somebody that scored. We'll tell you all about that after this. Previously on Morale Sports Worldwide. I mean, her tale continued this past weekend. She landed the SA Sports Star of the Year at the annual SA Sports Awards on Saturday night. Madame Jamin, when you have a sensation like Matthew Sates, as well as the golf star Ashley Buhai, uh, being nominated alongside you, what did that make you feel? You know, I feel so special. These two are great athletes. You know, they represent the country with pride. They are winners in my eyes. But what do you think is happening in your life? You've won goalkeeper of the tournament uh, for Mami Lodi Sundowns in the KF Champions League. You've won goalkeeper of the tournament, the African Women Cup of Nations. You were named 47 by goal. I I kept encouraging myself with that. I was like, that's what's happening in your life. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW. Lot on the go this evening at the Wanderers. We'll keep an eye on the crickets. Also in Monrovia, Liberia, we got Bafana Bafana playing against Liberia. 24 minutes played in that game. Lepasa scoring a goal for the national team. Bafana Bafana 1 0 up. They need to win. That's the bottom line. Permutations aside, uh, that is the loud and simple message. They got to win the game or else no AFCON for them. Looking at Twitter, though, the hockey game is the most underrated sport on our shows, despite much excitement and interest. And also people like Uzulu is testament to the hunger all round. The Red Bull 
have paved the way to recognize women's excellence in the game of hockey. That's a tweet coming through from Wendy Lemtana. Thank you so much indeed. Listening very, very carefully on the show live at 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and on Sowetan Live. Send us your WhatsApp voice notes or else you can participate. Ask or comment 011 838 947. 011 838 947. West Indies Proteus. Maybe you're there, listening to the show from there. Do give us an update as well. Uh, we're following and we're tracking here in studio on Tatila Zulu. Our one and only Red Bull star is here in studio representing a country in hockey and having media training today. I mean, how's that for irony? Ah, oh, it was amazing. How did that go? <laughs> no, it went really well. It was very informative. You know, a lot of us as athletes, you know, go through interviews um, throughout our whole career, but um, we never really get any media training. Yeah. You know, we're just expected to 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 to, to, get, go- to get going with it and wing yeah. it. So today I got a lot of information that was that's very helpful and will probably help me in the next few years. Is it helping you right now? Definitely. How so? <laughs> I'm able to communicate with you and yeah. be relaxed, you know. So yeah. No, but you've um, always been chilled. I mean, I saw the handover. Uh, you know the video clip with the uh, KG yes. <laughs> when when he was handing the cap yes. over to you, and yes, obvious emotions were there, mm-hmm. but it's just how you held it together, <laughs> how you were able then to articulate what you wanted to articulate because you were taken by surprise yes. at this event. <laughs> you know, so that already signaled to all of us that there's there's a lot of internal media training that you didn't know you had. Yeah. Up until now when they give you the formal stuff. Yeah, I was so starstruck that day. I had no clue that I was getting my Red Bull cap handover that yeah. day. Um because initially we had we were playing a test series against India. So the SA women yeah. were playing a test series against against India in Cape Town. And I think I had like two days off um, and the, the cricket was happening. So I messaged one of the people from the Red Bull team and I was like, listen, my friends and I are like very keen to go watch some cricket. Like, yeah. do you have any free tickets for us? Because I know that, you know, in the past they've provided me with like free tickets to events, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, so he messaged me back and he was like, yep, we've got you sorted. Um, you know, you're, you, you're going to be staying at a suite. Um, yeah, it'll be awesome. Come through with your friends and you can chill. Got there, you know, we had a few, ch- we had a few chats. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the game, um, you know, my um, athlete manager um, started calling me to the side and asking for, you know, I was keen to chat to Kahiso Rabada after the game, you know, just asking a few questions about how the game went, you know, nothing too major. And then Dane over there is just going to take a few videos and photos. Is that fine? I was like, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, so I got to experience that with my friends as well. So we initially went downstairs um and all of a sudden he was like i heard you're a good soccer player i was like um i'm not a soccer player but i'm a hockey player. he's like oh, oh sorry i meant hockey player i meant hockey player um and he was basically telling me like um he's heard a lot about me and that i'm a good player um and he asked if i liked his cap and i was like yeah that's yeah. you know that's my goal you know i'd love to become a red bull athlete one day that's my goal to get that cap and in that moment i had no clue that i was getting my cap he turned around took took out a cap and he was like this is yours and i was like 
oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I had no clue. Um, and it was extra special because he's also a Red Bull athlete. So it was from yeah. like Red Bull athlete to Red Bull athlete. I was able to receive that cap. And he's a really busy guy. So for me to have that opportunity was just amazing. And on video, like it's just crazy. But also when you look at that, that ranking of a KG and you look at how many South yes. Africans... Let me say, are not Red Bull athletes. Yes. So there's just a few. There's a handful. Yes. There's the, I think there's like 800 worldwide, which is crazy huh. if you think about it. And, and I, I think, there. yeah, and I'm part of that. And in South Africa, I'm the only woman, which is even crazier. The only, like, but what? the first, let's celebrate the, the fact first, that you're the first. The first Red Bull athlete yeah. is a woman. Um, so it's pretty cool because funny enough, after, after my whole Red, Red Bull um, cap handover, I went to, I went to, on the internet to search all the Red Bull athletes and it was literally all all men. Yeah. And a lot of them did like extreme sports like diving and surfing and like BMX, all yeah. of these extreme the sports. And I'm like, okay. Well. Yeah. I'm like, I'm clearly the odd one out, but it's 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 amazing. Yeah. It's such good exposure for, you know, hockey and women in sports in general. So I'm I'm glad I'm in the position that I'm in. Getting a couple of messages coming through our WhatsApp line. Um, I got a message here that says, uh, Hi Robin Tati, my daughter is extremely passionate about hockey and dreams of playing in the Olympics one day. What advice can Tati give to young girls under 16 that could help them improve their game and also their skills and maybe get within an inch of being at your level? Yeah, I think staying cons- consistent with your practices because a lot of the times people think hockey is really easy, but yeah. if you stop practicing for maybe like two weeks, you know, you get very, very rusty. So I think practicing at least three times a week um, on the field and just trying to get a little bit of more German conditioning because I'm thinking to myself now, if I had started conditioning and gymming when I was in high school, um, like where would I be in terms of that? You know, not to say that I'm unfit right now, but <laughs> so you're uh, I... I I think I'm pretty fit. So you can imagine if I had already started yeah. when I was in high school. Crazy. So um, uh, investing more in like gymming yeah. um, in high conditioning school. Conditioning is what it's it just is. Just the conditioning, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's very vital. Like I think that's something that's neglected a lot in mm. schools. Um, only certain schools are able to have gyms, which is understandable. But like the conditioning side of things really helps. Talk about KG. I know the screen's behind me, but I can tell you though, fourth over. The very same KG <laughs> pops into bowl, his second ball and third ball removes two batters consecutively. Sure. I mean, that's yeah. very impressive. <laughs> and at that stage, the score was what 61 for two, six overs. So that is again, like we keep updating everybody around yeah. the world, <laughs> the caliber of class that you are now in. So it's 67. I'm sure that's a six that's popping through. But but you get the idea. I mean, yeah. that's that's the beauty of, of live radio as we have it right yeah. now. No, it's very inspiring as well to me. Like that's to your see camp like a, man right there, literally, <laughs> <laughs> and is delivering at all costs as he usually does. No pressure on you. I mean, you've represented the country at the Junior World Cup. Yes, um, you've done the Tokyo Olympic Games, the Women's mm-hmm. World Cup, as well as Commonwealth Games, and that's why I said to you earlier on that just the sum total of what I've mentioned now. A lot of people, when they retire from whatever sport that they yes. participate in, don't get anywhere near Commonwealth Games or Olympic mm-hmm. Games or Junior World Cups or anything. Yeah. Then the drive becomes what for you? To 
Yes. See more Olympic Games. Yes. Is, is to do what? I think for me is just growing and developing my skills. Um, I don't think I'm the best player. Um, so there's always room for growth and development. I want to become the best player, definitely. But with that being said, I also want to compete internationally. Yeah. You know, um, you're looking at... South African hockey, which is, you know, you know, an amateur sport. And when we go play against these European countries, you know, we're always the underdog. We're always looked up, you know, down upon. Yeah. So for me, it's just trying to be better, not only for myself, but for South Africa and for my team so that we can hopefully one day podium. What would you say has been the biggest obstacle in you realizing your journey, your goals, or has it been pretty much going according to a plan that you have um i think the curveballs you know yeah. um i've been excluded in certain teams that i didn't understand why um but you know my faith and you know the support that my family has given me especially my mom she gives me she gives me great advice especially when things don't go my way you know um i've been excluded from teams and i've literally had emotional breakdowns um but you know you just have to you know dust it off and get back up and just try get that internal motivation to to go again but who know? comes into that space though you you, you can be a tough girl yes. yes but then who steps into that role to say you have been disappointed you are disappointed you're feeling the hurt you've been left out of a team you yes. don't understand the reasons why no one's given you the reasons why yes. so who steps into that role to console motivate so that you don't look at it negatively and you yes. don't give up um definitely my mom yeah yeah she's like my like pillow she's, she's the one. no literally <laughs> um yeah she tells me you know everything happens for a reason you know and if this is God's plan for you, you never know, you know, what he has in store for you. It could be even bigger, um, which is so crazy because so many crazy things have happened to yeah, me over yeah. the past um, few months. And yeah, I honestly am so grateful for this opportunity. But with that being said, I also had peers around me who supported me and, you know, always, you know, motivated me and gave me that 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 Vuma to go again, you sure. know, you you they believe that I was, you know, the best and that I should be included in certain teams. But yeah, for there's other reasons why I wasn't and I'm here today, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> but you dealt with them though. Yes, I've dealt with them. But did they have anything to do with your your ability? Um I think so, yes. So there's certain things that coaches want yeah. um in their team, you know. Um and if you don't have a certain skill set, you could be excluded. Uh, for what reason, you don't know, but you still need to keep going regardless. Crazy. Yeah. Every time we talk positive things, negative things happen. Like, very <laughs> have just scored. <laughs> it's like, what, what? Uh, we'll keep our faith on the cricketers at the Wanderers. 82 for two is what it stands like. The captain is uh, converted for Liberia. Whew. You see what it means to represent your country. <laughs> you guys keep us on our toes, man. Such a rare day today. We got a hockey in studio, football in Liberia, cricket down the road here at the Wanderers. All national team participation. Untatila Zulu is my guest. Remember her name because a lot of positive, good things bound to happen. Yeah. I see a voice note creeping in. Hopefully we'll get time before she has to go. The BCom business management, and that is why 
student athletes are important to get that balance yes. because as much as they celebrate you at home and we celebrate you as a nation exactly you want that stability you want that education and having attained it is there more in terms of the books that you still want you know book people want more yes <laughs> so what about are, are you quite satisfied that you'll be able to balance the two now with the bcom as well as playing and then ultimately get into the job market definitely so um i recently graduated from the university of pretoria with the bcom business management it definitely yeah. wasn't easy at all you know trying to balance books you know um your friends relationships um and your hockey making sure that you're performing to the best of your ability so for me i tried my best to plan out my days and write down my my program just to 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 be less overwhelmed over the years so it's helped me and i'm so grateful that i was able to get through my varsity years yeah. um um and and finally graduate so i'm very very excited my graduation is actually on the 10th of may um oh. so my family's also going to be there which is very exciting <laughs> um and i haven't seen them in a while because i've now relocated to cape town Jeez, there's going to be uh <laughs> there's going to be a big celebration there <laughs> i can promise you that much and uh, you know family i know that they're listening Thank you for giving us Sunda Busy time. Good evening to the shareholders and good evening to your guests there on Tatile Zulu, there in studio. What a lovely story uh, your guest is telling about the sport. I got to be introduced to the sport, not that I've not been following it, I have been following it, but ever since my daughter started playing hockey in school, then that's when I drum up the interest towards the sport. Uh, but she lives in the northern part of KZN in the place called Dandi, and I'm in Durban. And there are less opportunities for her to explore the sport as opposed to where I am. So would you say, does demographics play a role into a child's development towards playing the sport? Colan Machola, Emma Pepetin. Colani, thank you so much. you got like 20 seconds to wrap that question up. Oh, wow, that's a really good question. Um, and... The crazy thing is that we need more investment in hockey. You yeah. know, if there's more investment in hockey, then, you know, more people get the opportunity to play it, you know. Um, and that's our end goal to get almost, you know, everyone, everyone who, who's inspired by me to pick up a stick and start playing hockey. Um, but the unfortunate thing is that there's not a lot of money in hockey. Yeah. It's, it's underfunded, you know, so people don't get the opportunity to even try playing or expressing mm. themselves, um, which is a sad reality. So, Hopefully one day I can, you know, um, have an academy that can maybe do like a world tour or Absolutely. throughout South Africa and just go yeah. introduce the sports of hockey to people mm. who don't even know about it or have never heard of it. Was this exposure to, at the end of the exactly, day? Exactly. Yeah. To also try to develop young girls who, or young, young, young men who, who really want to play it but don't have the opportunity or mm. the equipment or the money to do so. So... We'll see how that goes, but that's definitely something I'd love to do because I'm because of the position that I'm in. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's more to to me than just you know playing hockey. Um, it's also giving back to the community as well, which I find is a, a very vital yeah. point. Charitable it is. Thank you so much, man, for popping in. Um, I wish you everything 
of the best. I wish you much success, more Olympic Games, more medals, more goals, more everything that you wish for yourself. What an awesome, awesome pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Well, one of the you know, one of the media gurus of one of the top clubs in South Africa says that she is so compelling. The media training enhanced what she already has. Now I'm parked on the side of the road listening and <laughs> going onto YouTube to see her as well. So oh, thank awesome. you so much. Thank I won't you. mention your name. I know you didn't give me permission to. Antatila, thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Stick around. More to- we'll tell you more also about what is happening in cricket as well as in football. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, on 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.